Hey everyone, welcome back to the Salt of the Streets audio blog post. Colin here again this week. Uh, don't tell me you're getting tired of the sound of my voice because I know you're not. Uh, I had originally planned on doing my third part of the Iran-Contra series, but I found myself with the flu this week, which was just, let me tell you, a whole lot of fun. And when I didn't really have the time to devote to all the researching and all the notes and all that, I just I decided that I wasn't going to be doing that anyways. And so I was going to focus on the topic of the, the Covington Catholic Church kids and, and the, the, I guess, the controversy that uh, elapsed over last weekend uh, with their involvement with a a member of the indigenous peoples parade that was going on the indigenous peoples march um you know if you haven't seen this i mean it has been all over social media it was all over the news and you know spoiler alert major media completely screwed up the story everybody jumped on it it was just a total disaster people I mean, even uh, somebody who I really look up to, Philip DeFranco, he had sent some things, I guess, on social media. But uh, first thing Monday on his regular show, I will give it to him. He is very—he was very upfront and apologized for essentially jumping to conclusions and so on and so forth. But unfortunately, we haven't seen a bunch of the other major media groups do the same. Um, but anyways, we're not going to talk about that today either. It's kind of a long story, but my wife and I just spent the last few hours out in the woods in a friend of mine's house doing some uh, doggy search and rescue for a, a lost dog. And unfortunately, we were unsuccessful tonight, but I have a good feeling about tomorrow. And so today, what we're going to do is I'm just going to kind of free ball this thing. I'm going to I'm going to talk about the the sub story that I really wanted to focus on and uh, overlaid with the you know the Covington Catholic kids situation that whole controversy at the Lincoln Memorial last weekend it all stemmed um, off of the the March for Life that happened which is an anti-abortion thing that goes on every single year Ben Shapiro was there gave a, a speech and actually had a sponsor drop from him I think uh, the sponsor Calm dropped him because uh he he it's kind of funny he made a statement about uh pro-life people not killing baby hitler because hitler was a baby and some people ran with it next thing you know he had an advertiser pulled but that ain't gonna hurt him but really what i wanted to focus on throughout this whole thing was was the public's rush to judgment assumption and we've seen it play out so often just through the media lately because we get 90% of what we take in from either mainstream media, if you will, the, the major TV networks or, you know, even alt media, which I guess you can call this alt media or, of course, the black sheep of the media family, social media. And this is the one I want to focus. Don and I harp on this all the time. You know, I'm pretty sure it might be a direct quote, but I'm going to go ahead and say I'm paraphrasing here. But I'm pretty sure Don has said that if you get your news from Facebook only, you're a fucking idiot. 
And I mean, like I said, I might be paraphrasing, but if you know Don, like I know Don, it sounds about like something he'd say. So shout out to Don. I know you're listening right now, homie. Now, I should probably preface this real quick and just say that due to the fact that this is such a shoot at the hip type of audio blog post, I mean, this is about as raw as you're going to get from me. I am not, I do not have a written blog post to accompany this on saltofthestreets.com. So insert Salt of the Streets plugs here. I am at Big Bird Offy on both Instagram and Twitter. Donovan is at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. We are always at Salt of the Streets on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, Salt of the Streets. Go check out the channel. We drop content like four days a week. It's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday is the live stream. You get us all the time, as much as you want. So come check us out, saltofthestreets.com. You can find everything except, of course, for this written blog post, which, you know, you should just be listening anyways. So back to my disdain of the social media and people's reliance on it for information. The reason this whole Covington Catholic kids story became a story in the first place was a social media post, a series of social media posts that kind of went viral because kids were wearing MAGA hats and not just any kids, white kids, which we all know is a problem. And of course, it's not an actual problem that the people that were wearing these MAGA hats were white kids. You know, it's still a problem when Kanye wears a MAGA hat, for God's sakes. The real problem here is the bevy and onslaught of just completely hateful and spiteful comments that came from all the blue check marks on Twitter. All these people with verified accounts who are public figures that decided to jump to conclusions and start hating on these kids. And lo and behold, if you were like me and kept your fucking mouth shut and just watched the story evolve, you would have been just fine. But the rest of these people all had to start coming out and backtracking their statements or doubling down on a statement only to kind of spin it off into, well, that red hat is a dangerous symbol of so-and-so who cares it's all just fucking nonsense and it's really driving me up a wall if you couldn't tell you know i really didn't set out to make this another you know colonist angry blog post but i mean i guess that's just it's the way it is these days we've we've officially found ourselves in the upside down there is no logic to almost anything that happens on social media anymore and if you cannot recognize that that's on you if you can't weed through the bullshit that that just spews out of people's brains, that has zero thinking behind it, and then gets shot out on the internet. I mean, you just have to understand that Twitter and, and just social media in general, for God's sakes, it's all, if you just take a step back, take a chill pill for a second, you know, I heard somebody the other day on some podcast, I don't remember what it was, talk about the 10-second rule. If you find yourself on the Twitter machine or scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and you find a story that just that gets you revved up, you see somebody, you know, see a tweet that somebody says and you just got to say something back. Take a second. Take 10 seconds. Just pause for a second. Think about it. Is it really worth your time? 
Okay, maybe it is. All right, well, then let's think about this. Let's write a draft. It's not that hard. Just write it out. It's 200 plus characters. I don't know how much Twitter is anymore. But think about what you're going to say. Write it out. Go back, reread it, maybe check for some speller and grammar errors. I know I'm just as guilty as anyone else, but take the time. Maybe show a spouse, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, another friend. There are people out there that have a go-to friend that, hey, I got this tweet I want to send out. I'm just going to text it to my filter friend to make sure I'm not going to get myself in trouble and say something really egregiously stupid. All right, so now my filter friend has signed off on my post. Everything's good. I checked for my spelling. I didn't make any stupid spelling errors. I'm not using the wrong there. So I go ahead and I hit that little publish button or whatever it is, and it sends it out to the world. Did I really know what I was talking about? Did I really have the full grasp, the full breadth of what was going on in the situation that I decided to throw my quote-unquote educated and informed opinion out to the world? My guess is you probably didn't. I'm just as guilty as the next guy, like I said. But, much like Dawn's new girlfriend, if you listen to the last cast, Megan McCain, people just jump on these things. They, they don't think about it. They have a gut reaction and they just have to throw their two cents out into the world. And the problem is, if you don't know what you're talking about, if you don't have a full grasp of the facts on the ground, you're just shooting nonsense. You have no idea what you're talking about. And like I prefaced earlier, you had a bevy of these blue checkmark people on Twitter that all of a sudden had to turn around and either apologize or walk their statement backs or put their little spin on it to make sure that their little tribe is happy with them. And in the meantime, there's a 16-year-old kid out there who maybe through no fault of his own. I mean, it's it's all still a little unclear. I mean, we can't have eyes on the whole world, for God's sakes. We can't know the true facts of every single situation. But meanwhile, these kids are getting doxxed, for God's sakes. I mean, these are children. I had a little Twitter spat with somebody that was shooting their mouth off about why a certain publication was blurring the face of this kid in their post. When they just said, you know, hey, his kids all, you know, his face is all over the rest of the internet. Why do you guys feel you have to blur his face? And I kind of had to just give this guy a little, you know, sprinkle of wisdom and said, hey, you know what? The people that run this social media site, they also operate a publishing platform. They have an, they have editorial control over what they put out and the fact that they don't feel comfortable enough putting a face of a minor out onto the internet in a essentially a hit piece, they're getting hate on that because this kid needs to be called out for all the garbage that he's doing. And he's just a he's just a no good MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter who's just trying to cause problems, so on and so forth. Well if you listened to the whole story and you waited like I did and like a lot of people did, not enough, but a lot you would have found out that that part of the story, that spin on the story that had first come out, wasn't actually true. You wouldn't have to make those walkbacks. You wouldn't have to try to apologize and, and look like a complete idiot who's out there spreading fake news. And all because you felt like you had to just 
rush out there, throw your opinion out because you saw something. It, you, you made a rush to judgment without having a full grasp of the facts on the ground. Now, I realize here that I'm using the qualifier, if you will, as you. And I understand that, of course, you listen to the Salt Street. This isn't you. You don't do this. I mean, you might on occasion. Even I do. But we got to understand that behind every news story, behind every salacious post you see on the social media, there's one common factor that runs throughout. It's the fact that they're all people. We're all just humans. We all make mistakes. It happens. That's part of being human. And why is it that we as a collective, as a society, especially in this beautiful Republican democracy that we've built over these 200 plus years, this crazy ass experiment, why is it that we still feel that in the realm of social media where it's all just pictures and, and words printed on, you know, in type on a page. Why is it that we feel that it's okay to rush to judgment then when we don't do it to our neighbors? I mean, I hope we don't do it to our neighbors. We shouldn't be doing it to our neighbors. We should be giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, right? It's the presumption of innocence. I mean, it's a, it's a core fundamental doctrine of our entire justice system. Everyone's innocent until proven guilty. Of course, except for Brett Kavanaugh, because he was guilty the minute somebody accused him. And it's the same thing here. There's no difference. It, on a societal level, this is just everybody deciding to rush to judgment and just assume that because he's a white kid wearing a MAGA hat, that he, he has to be guilty of this thing. Because here's a picture, and it, pictures don't lie. There's a two-minute-long clip all over social media that just shows this kid smirking on the internet as this this poor innocent you know tribal member tribal elder if you will is sitting there just trying to do his thing well if you waited for the whole story to come out you would have realized there were some other mitigating factors and we're not going to get into those like i said because that's not what matters what matters here is that once again we dogpiled on somebody who probably didn't deserve it and even if he did deserve it guess what you watched a two-minute video and you read everyone else's post about how this kid's just another maga hat wearing trump supporter who's causing problems oh and he's probably a racist bigot to boot and we crucified him why are we really that dark are we really that morose as a society already We've let this social media stuff tear us apart when it was designed to do the complete opposite. And why is it like that? It's because we let it get that way. Social media is formed by how people interact with it. It's all based off of algorithms. And if you're one of those more far-right people that believe it's some kind of hardcore liberal leftist conspiracy to shut out right-wing voices and this, that, and the other, it's not really true. There might be some little, you know, things here and there that might be true there. But for the most part, in general, social media is built off of how people use it. And if we don't use it with the same golden rule mentality that we all should be living our lives by, by treating other people 
the way we would like to be treated, then it's just going to turn around and reflect our true nature as a society. Because that's what it does. We all get on there. We post our inner deepest thoughts and our, our little opinions or what's rolling around in our head. And we post it to the world. And then we all sit there and absorb it and consume it. And then it consumes us. And it's not until you take a step back and realize social media is nothing but a mirror that you get the whole picture. Anyways, enough of my rant. That's been my two cents. My name's Colin at Big Bird Offie. I am one half of Salt of the Streets out here doing our thing, bridging the gap between people and information. Catch you next week.